Hello everyone and welcome to the People Pleaser official one-on-one interview with Sean Brigitte. Oh yes, thank you. Interviewer, yeah. For our last podcast in the series, uh, in this, you've introduced me for the first time, which is very exciting. So thank you. Yes, yeah, we are course. all here. Well, most of us are here, not the whole band, yeah. uh, as it is or as it was. Hmm. And um, so, well, we will maybe we'll be uh, pleasantly surprised if if one of them shows up, but uh, at least we have a few people here to, to speak with today about the band and and themselves and a little bit about where this group is going. A little more structure than maybe the last interview you were in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just took it and rolled with it. That was yeah. great. Um, so why don't we introduce the, the newest face in the room, our our youngest member in any rock club band, I would say, and also being one of the most talented drummers I've ever known. It's Charlie. Hi. I am only 10 years old. That's true. You're uh, 10. When did uh, you start rock club, Charlie? Eight years old. About eight years old, yeah. yeah. Bit about over a year. Yeah. You just turned ten recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what'd you do for your tenth birthday, Charlie? Well, I got the ice skating uh, ribbon pass, so oh, that nice. was fun. Yeah, but now it's closed, so yeah, it only lasts a little while. Well, it was yeah. That's it's it's been a lot of fun having you in in this band and mm-hmm. the many names it's gone under. Um, currently known and hopefully for a while known as People Pleaser. So uh, what what were the names before that? Do you remember what they were? Uh, I do. Yeah, it was Quantum Understanding and Brutal Noodle. That's right, yeah. And then, yeah, there were other things before that, before you were in the band. Yeah, But that's, you know, those were the, yeah. So you've been in three bands, but really one band, I suppose. Yeah, two bands, actually, Violet Ice and... Oh, you did play with Violet Ice for a little bit, didn't you? I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm always just throwing younger kids in that band. It's just been talented ones, though. Yeah, I saw a teenager now up there. Yeah, there was, like, what's his name? Will. Will? Yeah, how old is he? He's He's 19. 19? Yeah. So he's kind of grandfathered into that position as far as being in his his post high school years, but still has the time to be here and continue with his band. I'm all about that. Um, but yeah, some people, some people leave when they go to college or wherever they go out of town and off on their own adventures. And hopefully we won't, Charlie won't do that for a while because everyone enjoys seeing you do your thing, dude, on stage. You're, you're a monster drummer and we love that about you. And uh, I think it'll be fun to see a little bit more about, you know, people that know you from playing at these shows. They'd love to know a little bit more about you. And that's kind of what this whole idea of this podcast interview is to uh, give your fans and and your family and friends maybe who listen to this a little bit more insight into uh, some of their favorite musicians they come and watch perform for them. Uh, and why, with that, why don't we introduce the, the singer of our band, another founding member of, of People Pleaser. Yeah, hi. Um, so I'm Aiden, and I'm a musician, a mediocre artist, um, video editor, and professional rat gremlin. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot that we get done in this band, and I feel like it's a different energy than in Narwhal, and I, that's neither here nor there, but it's they're both fun. Uh, they're both good. Yeah, both both great, but very different at the same time. And uh, I'd say this band holds a lot more original content, for sure. 
just because of it's been going on a little longer, of course. But yeah. people in this band always were bringing new ideas to the table, and um, two of those people are not with us today, unless one of them shows up out of nowhere, which would be just the best surprise ever if he skateboards up the driveway. Um, but we're just going to hear people running up and down the stairs regardless. Because <laughs> my kids are home. <laughs> um, so Aiden, Charlie, I would call you guys core members of this band, founding members, if you will, of, of this band. And we have a new member of the band we just introduced last week to fill in on bass for myself <laughs> since I, I've been the stand-in bass for... Uh, so long now, almost a year it feels yeah, like. Yeah, maybe a year or so. Yeah, yeah, since we had, I think Gabe was our last bass player before me and haven't haven't seen or heard from him in a while. So yeah, I forgot. Hope yeah, he's good wherever he is. I his name, yeah, Gabe. The tallest member of any tallest. band I've yeah, ever had. Yeah, he had earrings. Was Gabe, wasn't Gabe also playing for um, Screaming Screeching for a bit? Or is I don't that think so. Josh was in that band when it <laughs> finally broke up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You were the nail that the final nail in the coffin for that band. <laughs> I thought. It's a bad thought, way to put it. <laughs> uh, should I name drop the other two people who were in that band? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what? Sean and Alex. Yeah. Different Sean. <laughs> yes, not um, me. Other yeah, Sean. Sean and Alex. They joined that band um, a little bit after I joined. Like after the recording that we still haven't got yet. Yeah. Um, Careless in, Whisper. Yeah. We did a cover of that. But come out. But yeah, after, after that, the, the band eventually just decided they wanted to do different things. Yeah. And eventually that led to Narwhal. And I'm happy about that. But it did. Now we're talking about. I guess you and Aiden were yeah, we drummer were just, in the band. And then you were playing guitar and bass in the band. And that was that was Screaming Screeching Eagles of Fiery Burning Metal Death. Dylan was still in the band at that point, too, I believe. And then Sean and Alex. And then. We just all kind of split into three different directions, and then mm. this is, you know, the most, the closest thing to that band that still exists is Narwhal. It's like the the phoenix that came from the ashes of mm-hmm. the Screaming Screeching Eagles of Fiery Bird. We went from Van Halen and Metallica covers to Saving Whales. Yeah, big big pivot. But, uh, so, sorry if I went anyway. On. We went into a Narwhal pivot. Didn't sorry, we? sorry. <laughs> Who are we talking about again? Uh, me. But Josh, we we know you as the lead singer from that band, and now yep. you're here playing bass and just looking to take on extra challenges and play some original tunes. And yeah. we have one of those coming up very soon for us to, for your listening pleasure mm-hmm. uh, by the name of the way it goes. The way it goes. The way it goes. It goes. Yeah. It the way it goes. Yeah. I love that's, that song. Yeah, that song's fun. It's got yeah. some great energy. Um, I remember that song having that being the chorus at one point, yeah. and then now that doesn't even in the, in the song anymore. It's just the lyrics changed so much over time that the title stuck, but the words, yeah. the lyrics that aren't don't reflect that anymore. That's my favorite part is like the double bass. Wait, have I been yeah. like here more than Aiden? I think so. And I, I, I want to say that Aiden's been here maybe a little bit longer. I think in the band well, or in, in the like in, in rock the program. band because there was what was the singer the blonde hair curly hair or the he was, oh, she Brooklyn. was there. yeah Brooklyn yeah and then, and then Aiden came in then, so I guess yeah. you have been in the yeah. Aiden's been in other things perhaps in the yeah, program longer. a little longer but yeah in the band I guess Charlie would be the oldest yeah. member of this band yeah. other than Silas who isn't here yeah. Um, yeah, which, yeah, and, I think he's like the oldest one yeah yes. and Jordan who is. Uh, recently departed from the band and often to do other things. Mm-hmm. So, um, but Yikes. the, the band remains strong. We have many, 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 how many, how many original songs would you say we have close to 10? Say like oh, uh, 13. Yeah. 13, yeah. Maybe, maybe like six or seven that we currently like 
count yeah, we, in the real in the in the main set, but we've gone in a lot of different directions. I say we because I've been in the bass player, but I guess I should start saying you since I, I've handed that over to young Josh. Yeah. Um, how many songs did we really copy? I forgot how many. Copy like cover? Yeah. Um, we did like oof, two lots. or three, maybe. Oh, well, I mean, when I was around, yeah, like maybe there was like seven. Stuff what I remember there. is. Weezer. Say it ain't so and yeah, uh, so. get away. Get away, yeah. Cool, cool. Okay. Okay, fly so at away. least two sets of like three or four. Fly so away. like seven or six, I'd say. We've oh, done fly seven away or six was cover. fun. Is that what that song is called? Fly what? away. Yeah, fly I away. I want to get away. Yeah, it's fly away. Yeah, by okay. Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. That song was super fun. I love playing bass away. on that. I love the slap bass on that song. It's so that much fun. fun. Slap bass. Slap in the bass. Slap to bass. And uh, yeah, we, the, I think the most well-known cover we had was "Say It Ain't So" by Weezer. That yeah. was mm-hmm. always a we just would we hadn't even practiced that song as a set, and we'd just be on stage and go, "Let's yeah. just play this song." <laughs> and it was always <laughs> great. You can always pull it out. Hey, yeah, I don't even like could play it now. <laughs> it was I, I got bored and I sat down, and that's kind of what got me into bar chords, and that's why I consider myself a decent guitar player now. Is because I thought, "How do I do Say It Ain't So?" And then I thought, "How do I make sense of how I'm playing Say It Ain't So?" Yeah, and then it all. No, yeah, I know that something music that math. Us. And uh, well, we we will be getting to uh, your 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 debut single here very soon. But I think it'd be nice to know a little bit more. I mean, we've we've learned a little more about people, individuals in these bands as we have these interviews. Um, I don't think we really got to that with Josh or Aiden in the last interview as much as it was oh. just its own Yeah, yeah, monster. that was, that was its was, own it was beast. A, it was kind of like a, a psyche experiment. I, you know more yeah. about us I as did. an aura. Yeah. yeah, I did explain what the song came from originally uh, in, in the Narwhal podcast. Yeah. Well, what about, I guess, you? did you tell us a little bit about your background, Josh, as far as, you know, when you started playing guitar for the first uh, time? <laughs> Okay, so I started playing guitar, and I think it was June of 2018? Yeah, June oh. of 2018 sounds about right. Like, uh, yeah. I, got, I got a bad Strat copy. You know, it came with all the quote-unquote bells and whistles. It was pretty bad. And, uh, uh, yeah. The licks were good. Yeah, it was pretty bad. The licks were good. Uh, and then, like, what, four months later, I joined Rock Club. And, oh, jeez, if you compared me playing back then to, like, you know, even, like, screaming, screeching stuff from now, then you'd, uh, you you definitely hear a bit of a difference, uh, because I wasn't as as fluent with the guitar as I am now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been playing guitar for nearly two years. Yeah, a lot of stuff uh, in the time, hasn't it? Screaming, screeching, I picked up the bass a little bit. And, yeah. and you know, bass is fun, but I didn't want to constantly do Metallica Van Halen covers. And yeah. I feel like I'm going off again. Someone stop me. Unless, <laughs> unless you're okay with me going off a little bit on yeah. a tangent. There's always a little a little bit of a give and take when it comes to yeah. any group and, you know, the, the priorities each I, person might have in that band. But when it comes to, you know, being a fledgling young you know band of people trying to just figure out how to play their songs not necessarily how to discover their voice yet you know it's it's always about like which which songs are we going to cover that sort of thing but mm-hmm. yeah it's it's nice to see that we're kind of we're still a little into that but more so 
at least in this band, it's it's a, we're always just writing new songs, and I think you guys have more original songs that I've seen played in the in the rehearsal studio than any other band that I've ever seen come through here. So that's that's a pretty pretty cool thing to witness and to just get to those really good ones. Um, so I guess we, you know, maybe we could talk a little more with Aiden about, you know, your what, what's your what, what's your background musically, maybe. Um, I, um, I guess a good place to start would be I did music just like everyone else in regards to like singing along and understanding how notes work for vocalization since I was a kid, but um, I started learning music in fourth grade uh seven odd years ago um when i joined orchestra and started learning viola which i played then on for i think roughly five or six years probably six years Hmm. um upwards of that i think Either around then or after then, uh, like a year or two, uh, around 2010, 2012, um, I got my first drum kit, played a little then, took a really long break. Between that break in middle school, I learned guitar uh, around four years ago is when I started officially learning guitar. And then I came back to drums around the same time as well in middle school, so four or five years ago on drums. Um, I, uh, joined a STEM school, which allowed me to not be in orchestra unless I did like a lot of working around. So I, I stopped orchestra, um, two years ago in freshman year of, or not freshman year. I did freshman year. I did orchestra, um, in sophomore year of high school. Uh, and I didn't want to come back when I came back cause I just thought that'd be too awkward and I didn't know if I would be allowed in. So I tried out for choirs and I'm in the two higher end choirs of my high school that being jazz choir and chamber choir now and I sing tenor there and I started learning alto sax Christmas while back wow. um, so you're you're kind of dipping your toe into every family of of instruments and, and vocal styles and all sorts of things I mean you know more than I do I mean more instruments I would say you're you're dipping into yeah I I like music I don't know I guess <laughs> You like the different sounds that go into things, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I know you've produced quite a bit of music on your own, yeah. you know, at home and everything, and you've released a few things here and there. And what kind of uh, what do you, what what kind of things do you find yourself typically relying upon as far as your your basic core of it? Is it always changing, or are you, you know, revolving around pianos and drums or guitars? Oh, I didn't even mention I play piano. <laughs> uh, I skipped over that. I been playing i played a little bit of piano just a wee bit of fun piano reading sheet music when i was like eight but i didn't like learn learn piano until i started messing around with it also in middle school so five years that's weird that middle school is five years ago um (laughs) uh when i make music it's weird i like but i like centering around a concept in my head and i usually play it out on either a string instrument like a guitar or ukulele which i have been playing since middle school also sorry i'm skipping over things and just remembering <laughs> them as they come so it's either guitar ukulele or piano and i play a lot of piano my mic just shocked me <laughs> oh no yeah can't have that i have uh when i got my uh first drum set i was like five maybe a little uh, when it started to get or- ordered 
uh, it didn't come with the bass. I was like, I don't really care. I just want to kind of play it. And then, like, my dad is, like, saying the bass is, like, one of the most important things of the drum. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it at, at first if you haven't learned anything yet. Yeah. You're just thinking, oh, i got to hit some things with these sticks, right? Yeah. yeah. But your dad, he, he is a drummer, right? He is, yeah. Um, just why I kind of wanted to be a drummer, I kind of wanted to be like my dad, kind of. I just kind of thought being in a band would kind of be a bit cool. I, just a bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it I it's think very it would cool. be cool. Yeah, yeah it, it is very cool. Yeah, it is pretty fun. And uh, then I started practicing. My first time drumming was it was at my friend's Blake's house, and uh, he had a, a acoustic drum set. It was like a really nice. It was like wood, kind of a nice wood, shiny wood mm-hmm. um, type of drum set. It was acoustic. I always used to want to play acoustics, and then because that was my first time playing drums, and then I used to always like when I was little, little, a little kid. I used to always like drum on my couches and boxes, and then my uh, and then I guess I got to uh, a um, I got to play at my um friend's Blake's house it was uh, pretty nice and then I got to get a electric because I always used to ruin my couches it like they just got ruined by hitting them <laughs> and yeah uh. the foam just came out like and then I got a new chair. Then my mom was like oh just forget it we should just get a drum set and then they got an electric I was like what and I like are you joking because I, I used to not really sleep in my bed. I used to sleep in my mom's. And then um, they're like, you only have to sleep in your own bed. And then when it was there, it was just in the basement. It was a big, huge box. The big, like a huge brown box that was there. had the drums on it. And then I started sleeping in my bed for seven days. I only had to sleep in my bed for seven days and I would get it. And then I just slept in my bed for seven days. We got to open it, build it and stuff, and then I got to drum on it. But it didn't come with the bass. So, But my dad was like, it's the most important thing. And then he was like, and then I was like, um, well, let me just start hearing what all these like stations are on the drums. And then I just started liking it, started drumming every, every day that yeah. I just loved playing drums. And till then, like when I was like, three or five years old it wow. was pretty good yeah that's that's pretty incredible man yeah. that's i i never knew all those details about your background but I, you know i could tell from the moment i first saw you start playing the drums that you'd spent a considerable amount of time behind a drum set of some sort and it makes sense because you know parents and family can only put up with the sound of a drum set in the house like a, an acoustic drum set for so many hours a day but when you have the electronic drum kit yeah. you can put your headphones on it sounds loud and oh full God, to yeah, you but cool. no one else it just sounds like tapping yeah, in the next room no one can even hear it so you could how, how long do you think you practice nowadays when you play drums at home like how long every day do you think you play drums for maybe about maybe 24 hours when it's weekends maybe and then um like maybe 
when it's school days, I do it on, like, until I go to school. So I do it, like, a lot so I could get a lot better. Before school and after school? Yeah, and the weekends I do it for 24 hours because, I mean, drumming is my favorite instrument. You just live on the drum set, just, you know drinking stuff through a straw just can't stop the beat Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and then uh yeah i remember like when i started in violet eyes like when i was just opening for the band when i just came in my dad came in and stuff you're like i was like drumming to red shifting and stuff from helio and And then you're like i was like he's eight years old and then you're like oh i thought you were like a 12 year old i remember that you said you played like more of a 12 year old than an eight year old i thought you just might have been a little a little shorter. <laughs> yeah, I was a. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, so funny. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What's? What are some of your musical influences, Charlie? I've, I I know you like some hard rock sort oh, of stuff, yeah, but what? Do, what are your favorites though? I do like metal. Sometimes I like rock punk. I kind of like. Well, like I kind of like like soft piano music. Sometimes I go to sleep with it. Mm. I usually do that. Usually I just, most of the time I just listen to music, usually of the whole entire time. Yeah, there's like a different kind of music for different different times of day, right? Yeah. I mean, some people do listen to metal music until the moment they fall asleep because, I mean, some people find it very, very soothing, that yeah. just that that yeah, sound. I mean, even people who don't listen to metal, yeah. it's it's really funny. My wife, actually, she used to be you know, listen to my band play back when I was younger in the next room. And we played very, you know, trying to be metal sort of guys and very loud rock and roll stuff. And it would she just put put her to sleep on the couch yeah, in the next room. Did, yeah. Just the just the sound of it was like a just lights out. Yeah, that's and, what uh, happened to me. Yeah, that's it's always funny. Me. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you, you would think that a nice little soft piano sound yeah. would be you know more sometimes of a restful. Like, yeah, sometimes I <laughs> listen to rock and uh, uh, I sometimes like fall asleep like a rock just laying down and like for I think I actually miss school for sleeping well I don't miss school but I wake up late for school I was like oh no and then I like because I take a bus and I leave at eight so I I like wake up at 7.50 or so. I was like, oh, oh, no. no. And then I was, like, got cereal, and then I was, like, rushing, eating my cereal. And then I, um, I just ran out. And then, well, I did show my class on YouTube the song, The Way It Goes. And, um... Oh, yeah? Yeah, and, uh... what do they think? They thought it was pretty good, yeah. And they were uh, like, that's you playing drums on that track, Charlie? And they, <laughs> did anyone not believe you that that was your song? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah? yeah. Teacher, everyone was like, okay, cool, Charlie, very nice. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe some of them are skeptical, but, it, you know, say, hey, well, you know, go, if you don't believe me, go listen to my podcast of my band now. They'll play the song on there, and I'll be on. I'll be talking about stuff. And yeah. You, there's, it's, it's official. There's no Wikipedia page for you yet, but, you know, mm-hmm. we'll get there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh uh, yeah, but I've been playing in this band for um, I don't know how many years. About it's at least a year. I've, at least a year, maybe two or a year. Yeah. I mean, I've been in the in these bands for maybe I was about like in second or first grade, so maybe like four years or so. It's it's been 
It's been, it seems like it hasn't been that long, and it seems like you've always been here at the same time. Yeah. Charlie embodies the spirit of everything we hope to Mm -hmm. give anyone in Rock Club with uh, just the opportunity to play acoustic drums once Mm -hmm. a week, even on days like today where we're not, we're here at practice time, we're not really doing a real practice, we're more doing some press for the band, which is, of course, part of, you know, there's always, there's always the stuff that you have to do when you're, in, in a band, because a band is like a business sometimes, and sometimes it's about, you know, doing a little publicity. And in this <laughs> case, you know, you're giving your fans a little bit of a, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain as far as you know. They see you play on stage, they see you walking around at the show, and yeah. they're 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 too nervous to go up and talk to you and have a conversation because you're you know you're a rock star, and you know I think it's it's kind of nice to be able to go oh, just listen and feel like you're part of the conversation here mm-hmm. and see what it's really like, because that ultimately is what we all want. So, the way it goes is my favorite song too. I mean, it's like a lot of rock. Mm. Yeah, is that your favorite song the band does? You think? Yeah, I can't wait for next week so we could play it. Oh man! Yeah. Well, I I have a, I have a surprise for you. I guess we're gonna listen to it right love. now. Yay. If you hear any weird noises, that's me trying to attract Sean's cat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't take a lot, but here we are. Yeah, the way it goes by people pleaser. to mess up my voice. Oh. Honestly. I'm willing to mess up my vocal cords. <laughs> I, I'm willing to mess up my vocal cords because in my opinion, there's not much to lose. 
Yeah. <laughs> so there we have it. The way it goes by People Pleaser. Yeah. Yep. Charlie on drums, Aiden yeah. on vocals, Sean Briguet on bass for that recording. But Sean Josh, Live, it's now going to be Josh, Josh Wolf. The yeah. one that is yes. talking is not Sean Briguet. It's another one. It's it's another bass player. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, because you can totally not tell the difference between me and Sean, you mm-hmm. know, because we're both bassists. <laughs> Stop <laughs> being xenophobic, Don't Charlie. be bassist racist, okay? Don't be bassist racist. Yeah, don't be. You don't. It's <laughs> oh, funny. Owie. So, uh, I guess, you know, this this pertains a little more to Charlie and Aiden, mm-hmm. but uh, was that has that song changed a lot over the course of, you know, when we first started writing it to now that it's printed? And published absolutely the whole message of the song has changed it started off the reason it was called the way it goes is I'm drinking like dutch bros shout out to dutch bros yeah shout out to dutch bros yeah, um shout out to dutch bros. there was the reason it was called the way it goes is because again as you said the chorus was like and that's the way it goes and it kind of had the melody that the verse now has um but it's the whole point of it initially was i was rambling random punk lyrics that I thought would be pretty neat. And the initial mood and the initial life like point I was in was like, okay, oh, I'm just going to be default. I'm just going to say stuff that seems punk. I'm going to get vaguely political. I'm going to say like, here's some bad stuff that happens in life. And I guess that's just the way it goes yeah. in, in a passive aggressive tone, because that's the point of punk is like either I can't do anything about it, but specifically in a sarcastic tone saying I can and I will. Or outright just saying, I will do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that, that works. Um, but then, you know, developments in my life caused me to get more upset about certain things. And I was like, all right, well, let's make it a personal song. And so the lyrics took a shift and I tried to be genuinely punk rather than just like <laughs> writing punk lyrics for the sake of being punk. Um, Faux punk. So, yeah. So I wrote... Folk Out. punk. Folk no. punk. <laughs> Shout out to Drunken Ducklet. <laughs> Drunk Ducklet? Again. Both Shout out to Starbucks cool. Jack um, but the in point, my school. Shout out, no, speaking <laughs> of Jacks, shout out to Jack in the Box. They make some pretty good food. Yeah, they make um, fast so, food. Okay, this is what's Jack. happening now. Every podcast I'm in, it's got to be a tangent and about restaurants, Carter. I suppose. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, personal developments in my life. And I guess if we're going to talk about the point of the lyrics to be vague and keep a personal topic personal um i have a friend that i've had for over almost two years now who i value very much that i possibly shouldn't value Mm. um he and i found interest in talking like like having civil debates that is to say debates where no one got heated and you just kind of discussed and one person played devil's advocate on a well-known topic and the other didn't they just said you know a topic and chose a stance um it was fun we did that a lot and we shared interest in memes and smash brothers and stuff and we still do um and we're still friends and we see each other in debate um but i've never confronted him about the fact that some of the topics we've taken because usually he chose a topic that he personally believed in and i would either play devil's advocate by saying yeah but what if or by outright saying okay but i have an opposing opinion um and uh, one of the, just one of the topics that came up was um, like a year ago, two years ago, well, a year and a half ago, it was just discussion basically generally over identity and like 
you know, how much respect a person deserves for having a, a personal identity that makes them happy. And basically his stance on it to make it vague was that he did not agree with what made people happy. Um, which kind of personally affected me. And that's kind of just, that's, that's my vent song towards him. He doesn't know. He doesn't mm. need to know, but, uh, that's, that's that. I guess that's just the way it goes. I guess yeah. that's just the way um, it goes. Let me think. Um, backstory. I just realized mm-hmm. and, I um, a distortion pedal. <laughs> so I get to use it. My friend, yeah. um, uh, his name is, uh, Reese. I mean, he's pretty nice. I mean, he uh, he lives right behind me. He's, he's a neighbor a, friend. Right? Yeah, he's a neighbor friend. He uh, there's uh, another kid named Brooke, and he is Reese's friend too. We are all friends. That uh, Brecken is a beatboxer in Berkeley, mm-hmm. and um, he uh, Reese isn't really a beatboxer either, but uh, Brecken is. He loves beatboxing. Uh, I've been trying to catch up to him and stuff. And, uh, I mean, I'm starting to, but he's pretty good. And then my uh, friend Gabe, he is a pretty good friend, too. He's a very good friend. I mean, technically, the friends that I have... Is Oscar Asher, um, let me think what else, um, Gabe, Reese, Brecken, uh, Logan, um, uh, let me think. I do not have more friends. Um, James. Um, I think what else? Um, Alan, Ricker. You do have a lot of friends, Charlie. Yeah, and then I have another friend named. Uh, um, I forgot his name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Welcome to the Charlie and Friends podcast. <laughs> I we're talking about friends and friendliness and also hey, I just thought since we've thrown out some restaurants and we're talking about personal stuff, this this conveys enough about my personality. When I advertised Jack in the Box, I was just being facetious. Um I do very much enjoy Dick's hamburgers if you can find one in Northwestern yeah. America. I love that one. Yeah. People in Seattle have a really hard time. Like they have dicks over there too. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. have dicks over here. But it's not the same, and it's like it's really polarizing as far as like if you think Dix is good in Spokane. Oh, what about you go to Seattle? You're like, no. The people come here and they go, "This isn't Dix." It's just, it's, it's, it's really strange. But I, I mean, when you when you grow up here, this is the only way to have it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Zips is its own thing. Yeah. How about shout out the Dix the store? Dick Sporting store. Goods. Dick Sporting Dick's Goods, yeah. Sporting Goods. Yeah, sponsored Dick's by both sporting. of those places. Yeah. yeah. I, I we wish getting, we, were we were getting royalties now for their I, appearance. I wish we were sponsored by Dick's Hamburgers, honestly, because I'm oh, pretty hungry. I right would now. pay money to get paid money by Dick. <laughs> well, I think with that, we've had a nice discussion with People Pleaser today. Yeah. The yeah, newest, the calm. oldest, everybody. And I think let's go upstairs and jam that song. Does that sound pretty good, you guys? Oh, yeah. 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 Let's do it. All right. That's the way we got to end this. We're is, still here. We're this is cut. the way it goes. Jasper's in love. Shut up. <laughs>
Sorry, Charles. Did I hurt so bad? All right. Signing off. We'll see you next time. For the whole podcast, and then we just end off with. That you know everything, but you don't know a thing. Said you don't know a thing about me. You don't know a thing